In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Welcome again to our celebration of Mass. It seems another day, another week uh, to all of us. Uh, and yet these difficult days and difficult weeks, we recognise that we are surrounded by the grace of God in so many ways. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, perfect light of the Beloved, by whom, by whose gift we celebrate the Paschal Mysteries on earth, bring us, we pray, to rejoice in the full measure of your grace, for ages unending. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The Apostles and the brothers in Judea heard that the pagans too had accepted the word of God. And when Peter came up to Jerusalem, the Jews criticised him and said, So, you have been visiting the uncircumcised and eating with them, have you? Peter, in reply, gave them the details point by point. One day, when I was in the town of Jaffa, he began, I fell into a trance as I was praying and had a vision of something like a big sheet being let down from heaven by its four corners. The sheet reached the ground quite close to me. I watched it intently and saw all sorts of animals and wild beasts, everything possible that could walk, crawl or fly. Then I heard a voice that said to me, Now, Peter, kill and eat. But I answered, Certainly not, Lord. Nothing profane or unclean has ever crossed my lips. And the second time the voice spoke from heaven, What God has made clean, you have no right to call profane. This was repeated three times before the whole of it was drawn up to heaven again. Just at that moment, three men stopped outside the house where we were staying. They had been sent from Caesarea to fetch me, and the Spirit told me to have no hesitation about going back with them. The six brothers here came with me as well, and we entered the man's house. He told us he had seen an angel standing in the house who said, Send to Jaffa and fetch Simon, known as Peter. He has a message for you that will save you and your entire household. I had scarcely begun to speak when the Holy Spirit came down on them in the same way as it came to us in the beginning. 
and I remembered that the Lord had said, John baptised with water, but you will be baptised with the Holy Spirit. I realised then that God was giving them the identical thing he gave to us when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, and who was I to stand in God's way? The count satisfied them, and they gave glory to God. God, they said, can evidently grant even the pagans the repentance that leads to life. The Word of the Lord My soul is thirsting for God, the God of my life. Like the deer that yearns for running streams, so my soul is yearning for you, my God. My soul is thirsting for God, the God of my life. When can I enter and see the face of God? O send forth your light and your truth, let these be my guide. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. And I will come to the altar of God, the God of my joy. My Redeemer, I will thank you in the harp, O God, my God. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said, I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd is one who lays down his life for his sheep. The hired man, since he is not the shepherd, and the sheep do not belong to him, abandons the sheep and runs away as, seen, as soon as he sees the wolf coming, and then the wolf attacks and scatters the sheep. This is because he is only a hired man, and has no concern for the sheep. I am the Good Shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for my sheep. And there are other sheep I have that are not of this fold, and these I have to lead as well. They too will listen to my voice, and there will be only one flock and one shepherd. The Father loves me, because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, I lay it down of my own free will. And as it's in my power to lay it down, so it's in my power to take it up again. And this is the command I have been given by my Father. The Gospel of the Lord. I'm not too familiar with sheep, as I suppose you won't be too familiar with sheep either. We are city people, we are town people, uh, we are not people of the country. Sometimes, I suppose, uh, with sheep, we tend to think that they're, they're rather silly and skittish and uh, not very sensible. And yet, of course, it's the complete opposite. Uh, sheep are very savvy, uh, they have instincts beyond uh, ours, senses beyond our senses, they have hearing that's much better than us, they have a sense of smell that is much better than us, 
and they have a sense of danger uh, that is much keener and sharper than ours. And of course, these things kind of help them to survive in the terrain and the wild that they very often live in. And they have a kind of instinct too, don't they, if, if you ever noticed it, to kind of herd together, to flock together, uh, safety and security in numbers. Um, those large uh, groups that they kind of form uh, fend off any uh, aggressors or anything that comes against them. Um, they're good at running uh, as well and can run at high speeds. They have kind of instincts and things and senses that are uh, very developed. And I suppose uh, today, uh, as yesterday, uh, we're hearing all about sheep and gates and gatekeepers and uh, the life that they live. Um, today, uh, unlike yesterday at Mass, uh, where we heard of the gate of the sheepfold, now we hear another part of that, uh, chapter 10 of St John's Gospel, uh, which is very often called the passage about the Good Shepherd. Uh, and here we hear about the shepherd himself, not the gate, not the gatekeeper, uh, not the pen in which they are enclosed, but the shepherd himself. And it often strikes me that uh, this passage, as well as speaking of the Good Shepherd, very often has a lot to say about those who are thieves and brigands who come to steal the sheep uh, and to kill them, uh, just as much as it has to say about the Good Shepherd. But we hear about this image of the Good Shepherd uh, in this particular passage that we've listened to. And of course, there's a sense in which this uh, relationship between the shepherd and the sheep is not merely one of kind of commercial enterprise, but there seems to be a, a kind of attachment between the shepherd and the sheep. He cares for them, uh, he looks after them, he makes sure that they are safe and sound. Uh, it's a relationship beyond the mere commercial enterprise of the sheep themselves. Um, and somehow Jesus himself and many passages in the Old Testament very often speak about the mystery of God's kind of relationship between human beings in these terms, the shepherd and the sheep. The sense in which the shepherd cares for the sheep, the sense in which the shepherd looks out for the sheep, the sense in which the shepherd would even lay down his life for the sheep. That kind of beautiful kind of relationship uh, that exists uh, in the world itself somehow symbolises that relationship uh, that God has with his own people. Today then, as, as we listen to that passage and as we've kind of pondered on that kind of parable or allegory uh, from uh, John's Gospel, uh, there's a sense in which we feel that uh, it speaks to us, uh, that we are safe and secure in God's love. It's like a, a gate that keeps us secure, no danger can, can come in. But there's a sense in which it's also the shepherd himself uh, who looks after us and cares for us. No harm can come to us. Uh, even in the mystery of Jesus' life, he lays down his life for the sheep themselves. That, that image itself uh, is reinforced. Uh, uh, that image uh, reinforces uh, the mystery of Jesus' own death 
and sacrifice uh, uh, for, for our, our salvation. So today we, we can sense that beautiful uh, parable or allegory from St John's Gospel uh, it speaks to all of our hearts. Jesus himself wants to keep us safe and secure. Uh, he wants no danger to come to us. Uh, he wants to uh, keep us safe in the pain, but also that sense of his watchful care looking over us. Uh, though that image itself speaks to us in our hearts in these times in which we, we feel the fear and trepidation uh, of the times themselves. Uh, Jesus himself reassures us of his, his love uh, and his care uh, for each of us. Today, uh, you, you, uh, the first reading of Mass uh, speaks to us of, of a moment which changes everything. Uh, what we hear is that up to this point, the, the Gospel itself spreads through the Jewish community in, in different places. But here we hear that it breaks through even to pagans and to Gentiles, uh, to people that the people of Israel wouldn't have thought the message itself was meant to be conveyed. And we hear that not everybody's happy at that. Uh, how is it you are speaking to uh, the uncircumcised? How is it you're uh, uh, giving this message to them? And of course, Peter responds that he has a, a vision or or some indication uh, that this is exactly what, what he should do. And of course, uh, this is a great breakthrough moment. It's a great kind of departure uh, from uh, maybe what uh, those would have expected. Uh, it's not just to the people of Israel, but it's to the whole world. It's to everyone. And perhaps the apostles are, are coming to terms uh, with uh, Jesus' message that they are beginning to remember and to understand uh, that the message is for everyone. Uh, there's no barriers, there's no boundaries, there's no walls. Um, and we hear that especially in, in St Paul's letters, uh, that it's not only uh, to the people of Israel that the message is brought, but to everyone. Those words uh, uh, have a special meaning for us in these days. Uh, of course, the good news itself goes out to everyone. Um, the good news of God's love, it can't be contained, it can't be walled. Uh, it is kind of released into the world. And of course, uh, we hope to communicate that. We hope to pass that on to others in our own family, uh, in our own life, and the people that we very often come into contact with. Uh, that sense in which we live the, the love of God in our own life and wish them also to come to know the good news themselves. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink.
and pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Receive, O Lord, we pray, these offerings of your exultant Church, and as you have given her cause for such great gladness, grant also that the gifts we bring may bear fruit in perpetual happiness. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, Lord, but in this time, above all, to laud you yet more gloriously when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. For with the old order destroyed, a universe cast down is renewed, and integrity of life is restored to us in Christ. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever.
We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. Look with kindness upon your people, O Lord, and grant, we pray, that those you are pleased to renew by eternal mysteries may attain in their flesh the incorruptible glory of the resurrection. We ask this through Christ our Lord. And we continue to ask God's special, uh, uh, Our Lady's special help for those uh, in times of need uh, and for all of us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us and us now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And please remember uh, Anne Bradley, uh, who has died, uh, and please remember also her family in your prayers. Eternal rest. Grant unto her, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon her. 
may she rest in peace. And may her soul and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended.